0: Life as we know it, with Tom Walton. I grew up in the small farming community of Sycamore in Wyandotte County. Sycamore had more bars than churches, if you count the American Legion. And more cemeteries, one, and funeral homes, one, than movie theaters, none. It was home to 900 souls in those days. The skyline was dominated by a green elevator tall enough to be seen a few miles away in Melmore and McCutcheonville. Neither of which had a skyline at all, affording bragging rights to all of us fortunate enough to live in Sycamore. Eventually, the passing years did what passing years do. The green elevator went away, demolished for reasons I still don't understand. I liked having a skyline, so I was dismayed. In Millmore and McCutcheonville, they rejoiced. With that as background, perhaps you will appreciate what a big deal it was that he, my brother disappeared. I was twelve, the oldest of four boys. My brother was a few years younger than the second oldest. He tended to wander off when the spirit moved. Perhaps this will surprise you, but this was not deemed particularly alarming. In a village so small, you would have a tough time eluding detection. So what transpired on that Memorial Day in 1956 still defies rational explanation. Memorial Day is one of the most important days of the year in small-town America. It was always so in Sycamore. The adults gathered at the cemetery for a solemn ceremony and paid tribute to those who had paid the ultimate price for their country. The kids threaded crepe paper through the spokes of their bikes and rode in the big parade down Main Street. For a child, it was always an odd mix of patriotic reflection and happy celebration of the start of summer. But the mood of the day began to turn when the festivities were concluded and everybody headed home. Everybody, that is, but my brother. My mother's appreciation for the safety of a small town had its limits, and as the afternoon sun began to fade, my brother's whereabouts were still unknown. She began to fret. None of us had seen him since the parade, which we knew he had watched in the company of my uncle. It would be dark in a couple hours. Mom called the sheriff. Deputies, who were already in town, mobilized and began combing the village for any sign of my brother. No luck. Now it was time for serious concern. Someone remembered that the mausoleum at the cemetery had been opened for the Memorial Day holiday, but it had been closed back up and locked. He couldn't be in there, scared half to death, could he? The sheriff ordered the mausoleum reopened. What a great story this would be if they found him in there, frightened but unharmed. But no, except for its permanent residence, the mausoleum was empty. Mom was fit to be tied. One deputy decided as a long shot to check the bars. Sure enough, he found my brother seated on a bar stool next to my uncle, where they both had been oblivious to all the commotion outside. He was safe and he was sipping Cokes like there was no tomorrow. My uncle was also enjoying a beverage, although I'm certain it wasn't Coke. My brother was safely returned to our house where a tearful reunion ensued. My mother had stern words from my uncle for years after that. For the town where I grew up, that was a memorial day that became the stuff of legends. Life as We Know It
1: is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m